be forever developing yourself. Like in order to lead other women, if we say I've I made it, you've already lost. You never make it. Like you always have to stretch yourself and sit in rooms where women are even a couple steps at least ahead of you. Because you know I'm forever developing, and it's very humbling. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jaquim, the Wave Maker, and I'm here with my good friend from last year. I think we've been friends maybe for about a year and a half, maybe. <laughs> Phenomenal woman of power here, Miss Christina oh. Kovalevich. Pretty, pretty. Am I close? Pretty close. <laughs> Listen, I'm getting better. These names are so interesting, and I know my name is Andrew. I remember people messed up my name all the time, Christina. Uh, and so I want to get that name right. So tell Kovalevich. me. Kovalevich. Yes. That's powerful. Make sure you write that down. If anybody can spell that right now in the chat, I'm sending you a cash app of $5. <laughs> I'm doing amazing. Only $5. That last name deserves $25. $25. You guys are going to be trying. Colvin Levitch. Christina sent you $20. All right, fire. So, so Christina, you're, I mean, guys, let me share with you. Christina is a, a host, I mean, big time, a writer, a real estate broker. She's making things happen all over. If you check out her page, which is going to be at the bottom of this right now, you're gonna be able to see that she's actually making major moves in the community. But most importantly, she's a woman of power. I know a lot of people right now are like, I'm a powerful woman, you know, but I got a ch I'm getting a chance today to sit with a woman of power and really is taking over the community of women and femininity. So if you could share with us just a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you come from, all the fun stuff about you, your hobbies, go ahead. Oh, sheesh, okay. It's hard because we like to talk. So I was actually not born in the U.S. I was born in Eastern Europe. I immigrated when I was five. Uh, my greatest adversity growing up, I'm going to go straight into it, was actually speaking. I had to learn two languages at once. And um, I think I actually had a speech disability mm. or deficiency growing up. And, uh, you know, you're made fun of. And um, I was just emotionally distressed. Uh, and I, 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 lived, I lived in a dreamer's world. Mm. Like if you lived in my world as a, as a kid, as an adolescent, it was very different. Mm. And uh, all what I can almost remember is people constantly try to put me in a box. Mm. And my mind felt very limited. Mm. And so I just turned 30 last, no, not last month, in May, whatever, a couple months ago. And um, the no, last, uh. <laughs> yes. And the last three years, I have literally been reinventing myself. Mm. So the biggest opportunity that I wanted, it was a, a, a closed door. Mm -hmm. And I kind of sat for a couple months and was like, what the heck do I want to do with my life? I was um, 26, 27. Mm. And I decided to throw myself into pageantry. And I competed twice. And that was also through COVID. First time I did it on a whim. Second time I had up to 10 coaches. Wow. I developed my voice, my messaging, discovered who I am, and uh, decided I want to mix modeling, beauty, and brains all in one. Mm. So then I stepped into the business realm, and we met last year at The Vault. Yep. We're here at The Vault 2023 in Hollywood, 100%. Florida. You all have to be here next year in 2024. Has impacted and changed my life. Um, uh, I obviously am jumping through like a million details, but 
the biggest uh, takeaway I've had was I sat in a room 85% full of men and 15% full of women at the vault. Mm. And I was like, something feels really interesting with the energy. And I realized that there was a lot of masculinity in the air, which is so, so attractive when it comes from a man. But the woman in the room, not all, but I sensed just talking to a few that they're masculine and they're trying to compete. And uh, what drives a man forward in business is very different than what drives a woman. Wow. And so when I came back, I said, I think the thing that is missing in the business world today is femininity. We need to take it back and we need to raise up a generation and a uh, woman all over the world who will uh, be powerful yet feminine and not compromise our morals, values, and personal goals. That's powerful. Great. So, wow. So that's powerful because I hear you really dig into what's missing and tell me how you're going to feel that. Like, I noticed that you're really looking at a lot of the ladies, it's 15% of ladies, you're, you're seeing that, hey, maybe there's a difference here. How, how are you fixing that right now uh, in the community? Yeah, so uh, I came back, right, from the ball and I just took an action. Mm-hmm. Um, it, literally, the, the problem is femininity is lacking when you can take it back. So I named the event Femininity in Business. Mm-hmm. And a couple months later, I hosted it. Very simple. Yeah. Just Lasted on social media. There was limited seating. Wow. Um, I had two, two or three women fly in. No, two women flew in. The other three were local. Wow. And we just took the entire evening by storm. Mm. We had three hours. Everybody networked. It was a sold-out event within a few days. Wow. It's a, it's it's a needed topic, and rare. And then everybody loved it so much. They said, "When will the second one be?" Wow. So I just found the next woman that I admire and we collaborated. Wow. And I had three C-suite executives fly down. Wow. One was a former uh, doctor to three US presidents. Mm. Another is the CEO of Miss Universe and the third one is an international keynote speaker. On and I remember health. seeing that, I believe, yeah. all over social media. Yeah, it was- You were viral. <laughs> you were going crazy. <laughs> well, because we're like, we're gonna blow it up. And so now everybody's like, when's the third one? Right. And I decided to, you know, go get my brokerage license and step into real estate because mm. I want to build this. I want to have headquarters, so it takes a lot of back-end work. And, mm. and now how we're- How many people did you have show up? I actually have no idea how many people were in the second event, <laughs> but we had men and women. Wow. It was anywhere between one to 200. Mm. What, are you, what are you finding like is the struggle with most women that, that have this whole, you know, I gotta be the man, I gotta be the this. And, and you're like, hey, listen, I don't have to be the man. I love men, I need men around me that yes. are powerful. And, and But you still exuberate some sense of your own power that's really equal, if not slightly, a little bit more than a man because it pushes us to be more of who we're, we are because of who you are. So tell us like that struggle that most women are dealing with and why are they dealing with that? Like what's behind it? Yeah, so for each woman, it's different. I'll just speak on uh, things that I have gone through as well. So a lot of this is from personal experience. Uh, I think when a woman tries to be like a man, mm-hmm. um, it's just simply because she doesn't have a full understanding 
what she already embodies as a woman. Mm. She's confused. Huh. Wow. It, it, what do you think the percentage is? <laughs> what do you think the percentage is of of men <laughs> of women with that potential thing? Because I, I mean, I see a lot of stuff. I'm coaching a lot of people. I'm oh. helping a lot of people. And you can't come out and just say, you know, hey, you know, <laughs> you have a problem. But but it's like, you know, I'm coaching people. Sometimes they either want to listen to me, they don't want to listen to me, they regret listening to me, whatever the case may be. And it's not nothing to something that I've done. It's more so of what they're dealing with on the inside. Yeah. And I'm not sure how I'm able to always fix that. It would be powerful to be able to have a woman like you to be able to say, hey, you know, here's a coach that it's really solid in helping <laughs> women like yourself. Like, tell me about that. Like, what do you think the percentage is? And, uh, and, and, and how, what is the fix for that? I mean, is there a fix? Absolutely. Everything is fixable in this world. Everything, everything. As long as you put your mind to it. Um, first of all, just I, when I look at women, I say uh, we have really been uh, suggested to join the feminist movement. Can I suggest that you also give femininity a try? Mm, what's the difference? If it doesn't work out, nobody's holding you. Right. Go do whatever you want. You're, you have free will. Um, I love the idea of feminists. Mm. When it first was created, it was to give equal rights for women. Mm. Because women were just a bit more demeaned in society, um, not equal pay as men in the workforce. So the idea behind it was to really give equal rights mm. to both sexes. Um, in today's world, what I'm learning, and I'm going to come back home and put in hundreds and thousands of hours into research, um, one of my personal assignments is we are suggested to join the modern feminism movement, meaning what feminism was in the beginning is not what it is right now. Mm. And the direct words that I hear women say is, I don't need a man. Mm. Um, to me, I'm a believer. Yeah, we same. are, um, when we say that so boldly, what we're saying is that I don't see value in a creation of God. Mm. Um, so that's kind of like my first uh, question mark of like, what, why do you not need a man? Right. Um, and so the other thing that I'm learning, and this is something that I had to dive deeper to myself is why do I have personally an issue on depending on someone else? Why do I feel like I need to be independent? Mm. We take pride as women in being independent and it's beautiful, but the power of femininity is two things. Yeah. It's when you're able to be vulnerable mm. and you're able to depend on someone you trust. And when a woman says, but I don't trust men, mm. then my follow-up is, why the seven whys by the time you actually honestly answer them most of the times we come down to i don't trust man because i've been hurt by mm. either my father right or the lack of a father presence growing up yeah. or i was in a relationship with a man where, where i was abused yeah. i was mistreated a man did not treat her well mm. and that behavior is not excused but you owe it to yourself as a woman to forgive to heal right. and to move on and take power and control of your femininity. Wow, that's powerful. I, you know, there's there's something that I learned a long time ago to go along with what you said was, you know, women or men, uh, whenever they're having an issue or they feel hurt or 
they feel unwanted or things that, you know, I can't trust this thing. Normally it has something to do with one or two things. Number one, a father issue. Number two, a father issue. When, what that means is, is you either got an issue with your heavenly father where you don't really feel that, that love and that support or, you know, you don't think that he's there or you don't feel him around you when he really is. Or you have a biological father issue where something happened or some man hurt you or some, some physical being who was a man present hurt you, even a man or a woman on both sides. So when you talked about the modern femininity, like modern feminists of people who are uh, changing the true meaning of what it all started with, what are they doing? Like specifically, how are they changing or degrading or hurting the future of the potential man and woman connection. How are they hurting it right now? What's really happening in, in this world? The, the truth is we need both in the society. We need men and women. Um, it is a partnership in business, in relationships, in friendships, in marriage, in every, any and everything we do, we need both. Um, when we understand uh, I actually have a thought. Wounded women mm. hurt men. Mm -hmm. Wounded men hurt women. A man wants to feel honored and respected. That is not a want, that is a need. A woman needs to be loved. Wounded masculine men are unable to give uh, sorry, wounded masculine yeah, men, they're unable to actually love a woman mm. like to the fullest potential. Wow. Um, and contrary, wounded feminine women or just women who are wounded in their femininity, they have a hard time of respecting and honoring men. 100%. And I've seen that in the world, but I've also seen that in my own life. Wow. Uh, and you are 100% right. You know, for me, I believe that men need women. And vice versa. I need <laughs> women's help. I, I don't care what nobody say. I do believe that women are the most powerful creatures on the planet oh. that God has ever gifted us with. We appreciate that. I, and I'm serious. I'm not just saying I know that. I'm you really are. serious. We've had this conversation before because without the rib, all us men are leaning over, okay? <laughs> We're all just leaning over. We're not standing up straight. We're not upright because we just don't have what we've been missing and that's what i want i think for for men and women to understand at least from my perspective from my perspective men we are missing something if you don't have a powerful woman somewhere in your life period some something where she's helping you where she's in business with you maybe you're married maybe you're in a relationship if you don't have it you're missing something i don't care how much money you make i don't care how successful you are you're missing something. Um, women, I, I can't speak for you, okay? <laughs> but I do understand that you need us. You know, women, I tend to believe sometimes have a natural tendency to be emotional, right? And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's supposed to be that way. But there is a level of logic that men have that I think if women were to respect, and were to honor, they see the true value of themselves. 
in a bigger way. That's only if a man is mature enough to share that with her. What I find a lot of men uh, missing is that they don't, they're not truthful in sharing with the woman how strong and how powerful she really is. And that right there leads a woman to have to figure out how strong and powerful she is. If she's definitely, if she hasn't heard it from her father or anybody else, she's trying to figure that out. And she's hoping that you will do it, but you won't. And so now she's like, well, if you won't do it, I got to toot my own horn out here and figure this thing out when we're just missing each other through communication. So what do you think is the best way? If you can give like one or two tips, what do you think is the best way to communicate? Ladies communicate, hey, I need this level. Or gentlemen communicate, hey, that respect. What do you? What is your way? Like, what is a secret tip that you have that you share with women that if they were to use, it helped them in their relationships? Toward men? Yes. Not in business, but in personal relationships. Let's do both. Okay. Um, magic words, mean them, just memorize them. As a woman, I appreciate you. Mm. The biggest thing I'm learning right now is literally saying, I need your help. Mm. Men are created, masculine men, to protect and provide. When we uh, don't ask for help and allow ourselves to be dependent on another person in general, when, when it's appropriate, when it's needed, wow. uh, we automatically almost like strip a man of experiencing his masculinity at his finest. Because femininity shines so beautifully, but even brighter when paired next to masculinity and vice versa. That's powerful. You know, that's interesting. Yin and yang. Right, right, right. That's interesting. And and, and I want to share this with the people. And, you know, you guys know me. I'm going to be super transparent. I'm straight to the point. I'm I'm not going to, you know, cut any corners. But Christina and I were supposed to do this podcast a year ago. Just being honest. And things happen. I get busy. She's busy. She's famous. Okay, guys? <laughs> You're <laughs> you know, the famous one here. <laughs> she's doing all this fun stuff. And, and things happen. And, and, and quite frankly, I did not move the needle the way I was supposed to move the needle. Period. I take full responsibility for that. And I'm telling you straight so that you know that I'm being honest. I have nothing to hide. I, I could have done... 30 times better to make sure we had the podcast going. Totally my, totally my fault. But Christina comes in and I see her at the function and she's like, hey, and I'm like, hey, and I'm, I'm feeling this energy and I'm like, oh my gosh, we were supposed to do the podcast. And I'm telling her like, hey, I really want to do the podcast. And she goes, I'm going to leave that up to you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, that could have gone two ways, right? That could have gone one way. Um, I can't believe she said something like that to me, right? <laughs> I'm gonna leave that up to you. I mean, she said it in such a nice, beautiful way. And it could have been taken wrong, but I took it as a man. And here's what I know about men. Men need to be challenged properly for specific reasons by the right person. That's a compliment. Does that make sense? That's a compliment. I appreciate that. (laughs) And I pay attention to that. I'm serious. She challenged me to be the version of myself that I knew I was going to be last year. Just distractions happen, things happen, and we didn't pull the the trigger the way we're supposed to. 
But because she said simple words to me, I'm going to leave that in your hands. I'm going to leave that up to you. I'm going to put the ball in your court. You lead this thing. Sometimes, ladies, to be honest with you, the reason why the man or whoever is not stepping up in your life is because you're not challenging them to be the best version of themselves the oh. right way. It's all about, It's not about what you say, but it's about how you say it. Well, okay, I want to jump in because earlier you said women are emotional. Yes. I think one thing as women I we need to acknowledge is that men are emotional too. 100%. I, you guys are strong. Yes, you're tough. I mean, I just came out of the vault. It is like a man's <laughs> world in there. Madness. <laughs> like, we're dreaming by competition. I'm like, I'm not. Right. <laughs> Definitely not dreaming. Do not try to compete with me. Um, no, but that's okay because we're wired differently. Yeah. Uh, but I think when a woman understands that men have emotion, mm -hmm. they're, they're not going to be rude. Mm. Like, they're not going to be disrespectful. Like, how does it feel when a man, like, is like, I don't know, just straight up rude to me. I don't feel good. I just walk away. I'm like, you disrespected me. I'm out. Like, you right. will not see me again. Um, and so I think sometimes women subconsciously may think like, oh, he's strong. He can handle it. Whatever. I'll just blurt. But they don't understand that there's still feelings and sensitivity. Um, and like, I know it says in the Bible, and this one really stuck out to me, that like a, 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 a valuable true woman she creates a space where a man can trust his heart to her. Mm. His heart is his motion, emotion, feelings, um, dreams, vision, uh, his weaknesses. Like we're not, none of us are perfect, not men, not women. Uh, but you know, I think it takes a little bit of strength to be able to open up certain layers of yourself to any human, especially to a woman. And so I think when a man does go there, he just needs to have certainty that she's not going to shame, disrespect, dishonor, or put him down for it. Mm. And she's going to create a space where he can rebuild and um, step back into his masculinity. Yeah. Wow. I appreciate it. I'm serious. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm open enough to tell you guys, listen, you need somebody to challenge you. And men, you have to be willing to lead women properly. You know, if I had a said, yes. I'm serious. If I had to say, hey, we're going to do this podcast. I'm going to do that. And she goes, I'm going to leave it in your hands. And I go, hey, uh, by the way, uh, we're supposed to do this podcast. And, uh, you know, can we do it on Zoom? We're going to get it. it guys, don't fumble the ball over and over and over again. And that's why a lot of women are not trusting women, uh, trusting men, because they're fumbling over and over and over again. And so I'm excited that I stepped into <laughs> I was like, you got to step up to the plate too. And, and I, I love that certain women like yourself um, allow men to be the best version of themselves. And men just have to be vulnerable and honest enough mm. to say it outwardly. Because when you do that, it puts power back, puts power in her 100%, but it puts power back into the man, you know, for him to continue to lead. Because here's what I know about women. Just a little bit. When they feel like you cannot lead them in power, in truth, and in vulnerability, you're going to lose them every time. And they will up you. Women will up you, one-up you. And once they one-up you, mentally, it's not, it's not, you know, 
they're trying to do it. It's just mentally they they're like, boop, I'm, he's not tracking. You're gonna lose every time, and and you you're gonna have to rebuild that. And I don't know how long that takes in women's brains, uh, but I know for me, I don't want to have to deal with the time. <laughs> so I just fix those things, you know, quickly. I fix them quickly, um, so that you don't have to deal with that over and over and over again. And so. I want to ask you some some questions because I think the people want to hear it, and we're, we're going to be maybe a couple more minutes. And I just want to ask you a question, right? Be here so, forever. What advice would you give to other women who inspire to create and lead a similar style of empowerment like yourself? What advice would you give them? Because you know, you started. You're like, hey, I'm going to do this. And you hosted a great event with 100 to 200 people there, all total action and belief. But what are those step-by-step blueprints that you can give them? Maybe like a three or five step, like, hey, these are the things that you need to do. If you want to do what I'm doing, here's the, here's the first three to five steps that you need to take. What would you say, Christine? That's really powerful. Uh, number one, you need to know, you need to be strong in your identity. So as women, um, one common trend uh, I don't know what the for a lack of a better word that I'm noticing is actually a lot of jealousy hmm. and when you're jealous of another woman it just means that you're not confident in your own identity because when you know who you are and whose you are you will own your life hmm. so every day whatever that means and looks to you you need to know your identity for me I'll speak for that spending time with the Lord hmm. Okay, filtering what music I listen to, what I read, what wow. I see, what I watch. I will consciously not follow certain people that I do not look up to. Uh, just being very self-aware and intentional. Number two, um, if you want to build a brand and a messaging, you need to have a social presence. Okay. So uh, be strong in your identity and then don't be afraid to be vocal uh, with strategic social media, YouTube podcasting, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever whatever platform, platforms you choose to use. That's very important. Uh, have the right mentors and advisors around you. That's good. It's That's a must. You could do a whole lot of work and get absolutely barely anywhere. Wow. Uh, you can have the right counsel advice and move like at miles, at, you know, just forward. Uh, Gosh, that's three. I could just keep going that's and going. That's so good. I mean, is that good? Okay. That, I mean, that, that's like so good. <laughs> to and me, that's like have, common sense, but yeah, I guess it's, it's right. good. And, and a lot of people may know that and may not, though. Okay. And, and they may be struggling on, you know, okay, what should I do next? And everybody knows their identity, but how do you get the identity, right? Yeah, Number yeah. one is, do you know who you are right now? Self awareness. Yeah. Yes, yes. Self awareness. Are you one of those women who may have taken the wrong route? got to be honest with ourselves you know men too we have to be honest with ourselves and say here's where i am right now a gps can't take you to where you're going if it doesn't know what your current location is and so we got to figure out number one where, what how do we become self-aware where we are right now in order to create that new identity or or hone into the identity that truly we have you know um i can, uh, I can even ahead. add in like um be forever developing yourself like in order to lead other women, mm -hmm. if we say I I made it, mm. 
you've already lost. Mm. You never make it. Like you always have to stretch yourself and sit in rooms where women are even a couple steps at least ahead of you. Wow. Because you know, I'm forever developing and it's very humbling. Yeah. Like I really right now feel like I don't know anything, honestly. Mm. And you're like having me here and I'm like, I have a light years to still learn. And we grow. both do. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, that's just because like you said, self-awareness, you're realizing you don't have all the answers. And I want to be in rooms where I am empowered. I'm encouraged. I get more knowledge. I'm educated. I'm learning. And then I'm a critical thinker where I make decisions for myself what's right for my core, uh, morals, core beliefs, values, yeah. and I align to them. And also women have standards. Mm. Like literally write them down. Um, even in the dating realm, like sometimes a girl's like, yeah, like I kind of want to go on a date with this guy and she's so shaky. And I'm like, does he meet already these standards or non-negotiables that you have in life? Ooh. And she didn't even run through that. And I'm like, why are you giving him a first date chance? Wow. So it's like th things like that, and it has to be pertain that to all areas of your life. That's that's powerful. You know, you said something that I use with my own life. It's called non-negotiables. Those non-negotiables are they are my livelihood. They are my saving grace. You know, I'm not perfect. I don't think anyone is, but I have non-negotiables that I just cannot break. I can't break them. Um, and there's just certain things that if they're not, if, if a person is not willing to fulfill a non-negotiable or, you know, they're, they're breaking a non-negotiable, whatever the case may be, I just can't do it. I don't, I, and I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be upfront, and I'm going to share with you that, hey, this is a non-negotiable that I have. If you keep pushing this button, or if you push this button, period, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Uh, and I know that I can't be perfect in any way to you, so share with me what your non-negotiables are. I think when people get together, especially in relationships, we need to know before we take the next step, what are the non-negotiables? And what I found out is, is that majority of men and women don't have a list of them. They don't have a list of things that they just will not tolerate, or they don't have uh, of things that even they really like. You know, most of the things are like, oh, he's gotta be six feet tall, or she's gotta be light skinned, or she's gotta have gray hair. <laughs> you know, and, and at the end of the day, none of that matters. None of that matters. Uh, as it relates to the core of the heart, especially if this pretty, beautiful girl is disrespecting you, or this really nice looking guy doesn't love you, right? It, it doesn't matter how great they look. At the end of the day, you're not gonna be fulfilled and you're not gonna be satisfied. So when you're, are you coaching yet? Have you started your coaching program? I know, guys, I know you're, I know she's writing a major book right now. You're publish okay, yes, let me publish stuff. my first book by the end of this okay, year. So I finished the draft. Yes. Let's talk, let's, like, you got this quickly. amazing thing you put together. <laughs> quickly, go ahead. Like. Okay, um, it, I got to travel the last couple of years with a public figure, and she's a woman. I picked up a lot of things from her life, uh, things she directly and indirectly taught me, and I decided my first book, will be 10 lessons that I learned from this woman. Wow. 10 chapters, 10 different lessons that have shaped, molded, and made me into the person I am. She's 15 years older, my best friend, my number one mentor, and um, I just wanna really raise up a generation of women that are gorgeous, sexy, beautiful, all of the above, I've done modeling, whatever, but um, also they can lead their own life, right? They know who they are, what they want, they're able to submit to a man, not afraid to use that word. If they choose to be in a, a relationship with a man, 
mean, not everybody wants to be in a relationship. That's fine. Um, and then just women that have goals and dreams. Um, and so, yeah, I just want it to be a book of storytelling because there's a lot of travel stories in there, uh, but also intervening um, a lot of different lessons. A lot of my personal story will be in there. Even today, I'm still hesitating in releasing it because I'm so darn vulnerable in there. I'm talking about my, like literally where this woman finds me, what stage of life I am, and how much I've transformed in a matter of about three years. And I'm gonna be honest, I've seen it. When you walk into a room, the lights turn on. Oh. Everybody's like, is she famous? Is there, oh, who is geez, that? Oh, I don't know it was like that. Oh, 100%. <laughs> You're walking down, and, and everybody just wants to know you. Everybody, some people are afraid to talk to you. I'm very right? intimidating. That's what I'm and, learning. Yeah. I don't, I, how am I supposed to like be less intimidating? I just, I just own my life. Like, my, right. well, I, I can't mean, be less when, Sometimes, it's okay, but you have a personality that when someone meets you, you're very honest. You're very open. So for a person who may be intimidated, that's their own personal perspective. But when somebody gets to know you like I have, I think you're an amazing person. Super open, super authentic. Uh, and people really, really, you, honestly, you should get to know it. So, so when you say this book, we just want a sneak peek. Can we get like an idea of when it's going to potentially launch? What, when can we look for it? How much you're thinking about selling it for? We got a ton of people out here that may want to actually support or patronize, you know. And, and, and listen, I'm starting your coaching program. It's happening. <laughs> We're starting a coaching program because we want to help women all over the world to transform, really, to transform and become the best version of themselves. And so if you'd like to see Christina start a coaching program where she's traveling all over the world, coaching and mentoring and having conferences and masterminds on yachts with some amazing women who are looking to change their life and not really be afraid to be in femininity and not be afraid to, to challenge the best version of other men, not be afraid to, to raise up who they are, but also raise up the men that they have. Like, if you want to be a part of that, go ahead and put it in the chat. I want to be a part of that so we can send it over to Christina so we can get you on a waiting list. It's going to be oh, awesome. Oh, sheesh, you guys are putting in demand. Okay, I am, I'm definitely inspired because there's a need. Um, I, I don't need this because it's transforming my life, but it would be very selfish of me. So I am looking to uh, researching, studying, and just creating quality content, putting courses out there, making it available. Um, trust me, I'm not even doing this for me. It's so much work, but um, it would be so silly of me to not put it out there. So I'm, I'm going to get on it as soon as I get home from Florida. Um, and then the book, unless if the title changes, but as of right now, I'm going to call it 10 with Jen. 10 Lessons with Jennifer. That's the name of the woman. It's going to be a photo of her. I'm the author. It's going to have my name on it. It'll be my first book. And I want it to be my baby book. So when I write my next books, and eventually become a New York Times bestseller, Come on. Um, I, I want people to be able to go back and be like, oh my God, yeah. she started plain simple Christina in the middle of nowhere, nobody knew her. She was just a basic girl from a small town. She wasn't handed anything, she worked her way up and um, it just wanted to be a source of inspiration. And it should be out by the end of this year. Wow. December 2023 will be available on Amazon. And are we the first people to hear this? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So guys, you heard it here. First, with Christina, it's gonna happen. 
It's going to happen. We're super excited about it. And I know that I got a ton of ladies that I love to send over to you. We're going to help her with this coaching program. If you don't have any help right now growing and scaling that, putting the media behind that, Christina, we already got you. It's a done deal. I appreciate you. I really do. I love you. I know that you are an amazing, amazing individual. We know that everything that you're going to do is going to prosper big time. Um, I know that God is really governing and leading you in everything yeah. thing that you do, which is awesome. And I just want to be a part of it. Uh, and so, guys, again, this is Christina, okay? And you want to make sure that you follow her on all social media platforms. It's going to be at the bottom of the page right now. Go ahead and check it out. And for everybody who's listening, we're thankful that you uh, decided to come in on today. There's going to be a part two to this, so get ready. Uh, it's going to happen. And again, this is Joaquin, the Wavemaker. You're here in the Wavemaker podcast, and we look forward to seeing you on the next video. Remember, don't miss the waves playing around in the sand. Let's go. Woo! Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. You are amazing. <laughs>